0: Good evening, everybody. You're tuned into Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host Dan. You just heard the theme song for uh, the Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton movie, done by Danny Elfman. A movie in which humanity has been wiped out by some kind of disaster, and the apes have taken over. I can't remember because there have been so many different versions of the movie. I think they all aren't exactly the same. I can't remember if this one was due to a virus or something else that happened. But anyway, mankind lost control of the earth and the apes took over. And I guess that's something coming down the pipeline for all of us, if you can believe the hype that the media uh, media's giving you over this. I'm not telling you to panic or anything, but it wouldn't be a bad idea to maybe head down to the Winnipeg Zoo, go to the monkey cages, introduce yourself to a few of them. You know, when shit goes down and shit hits the fan, you want to be on their good side, right? Maybe not a bad idea. Bring some business cards, hand them out, you know, make sure they remember you. So, we're going to look at movie music today and movie themes, and especially movies about viruses or the apocalypse. And we're going to do four in this next set. Um, see if you can guess. I'm not going to tell you. I'm going to tell you after. See if you know these movies. The last. One is the last movie is going to be a set of three short songs stuck together, um, but you might still be able to pick up on it, despite it not being like sort of the, more, the most memorable theme on the, on the movie. So, you know, I'm going to be broadcasting again today from Dalian. So I'm right now in the subway downtown, and uh, things look much like they did last week with uh, the people with no people really being around there's a little bit more traffic on the roads maybe a few more people around but uh, things haven't really changed too much you know um, most of the places like uh, Tim Hortons and Starbucks now you're not allowed to sit inside anymore you can just uh, take out or order online so um, that's kind of a change so I'm going to head down to the electronics market hopefully it's open and uh, when we come back from the next set hopefully we'll be down there This is Cheap Tuesdays, here's some movie music. See if you can guess. a good sign the electronics market is open as they promised last week with a sign on the door so it's an underground several floors underground market where you can buy just about everything that you want you could build your own computer from scratch here if you knew how to do it and buy the parts at each each individual part at different booths and stuff they got cell phones they got video games they got microphones monitors they got whatever you want so uh, hopefully I will leave here today with brand new joy-con controllers because mine are still fucking busted sort of half busted it's not so bad i still manage to play but it's frustrating sometimes so in that last set there you heard some movie music how many of those do you think you got right how many did you guess (laughs) that last one there you heard several tracks and they all came from the movie 28 days later the score done by john murphy You heard in Order, Rage, Tower Block, and The Tunnel. Um, obviously, there's a much more famous cue for that one that I, that I left out, but we'll get to that later, because we're going to feature on the featured score today, we're going to feature 28 weeks later, done by the same guy, and he uh, reused that, that famous cue. So we'll get to that later. Before that, you heard the title by Disasterpiece from the movie It Follows. Have you seen that movie? That is a great movie. What a great like monster slasher movie and I'm not going to tell you how it's connected to viruses because that's part of the fun. That's the most fun thing about the whole movie. Um, Before that Ennio Morricone, the main title from The Thing, a space virus coming down to imitate and destroy mankind. John Carpenter movie, still one of my favorite movies of all time, one of my favorite scary movies for sure. Really really good. And we started it off with Warren Ellis and Nick Cave doing The Road from the movie The Road. And it's another post apocalyptic one. Some kind of catastrophe has hit mankind. Um, but I don't, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie now, but uh, my memory is not being kind to me. I don't think it was a virus. I think it was pretty clear it wasn't, but who knows. So, four movies done. I'm going to do some shopping, and while I'm doing that, you're going to be listening to some more stuff. Those, uh, those past four movies are ones that I've featured on the show in the past. I've featured their whole scores. Um, we're going to get into some other ones now, things that I've never featured, but I'm, I think I'm going to in the future, because some of them sound really good. So we're going to do five more movies. So the first two are from a movie that was turned into a TV show. So you're getting uh, um, themes from both of them. And then there's three more including a classic the third and fourth ones are from a uh, classic movie and then it's modern-day remake and see how many of these ones you can guess this is cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM mm-hmm. You are back on Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. You just heard Nathan Barr with a track called Main Titles and Infectious Dog. And that comes from the movie Cabin Fever. Whoa! I saw that when it came out, which is a long time ago now. But I remember that being just fucking disgusting. Um, Before that, James Newton Howard. My name is Robert Neville from the remake. It's a remake and it's called I Am Legend. Will, um, I was going to say Will Ferrell, obviously not Will Ferrell, Will Smith. Will Smith is in that movie, and uh, what I remember from that movie mostly is that uh, Mike Patton does all of the monster voices in it, other than that it was kind of an unremarkable movie. But uh, it was a remake of a classic from uh, the 70s called The Omega Man, and that's what you heard before that. Ron Granier, the title track from The Omega Man. Ron Granier, the guy who sort of penned the Doctor Who theme. And also did uh, the Prisoner theme. He's uh, He's got some good ones under his belt. Um, before that, you heard two... D- Shut up. <laughs> you heard two different versions of uh, 12 Monkeys. Uh, 12 Monkeys, the TV show. You heard a track called I Am The Clock, which is called The 12 Monkeys Suite. And this was Trevor Rabin and Paul Linford. And then before that, Paul Buckmaster with uh, the 12 Monkeys theme from the movie. And uh, of the two, I mean, obviously the movie's way better. Uh, It's a classic. Terry Gilliam, one of his best movies, and featuring great performances all around. Just a wild, wild ride, that movie. The TV show, I I watched the first season, season and a half of it. I can't remember why I stopped now, but it just wasn't doing it for me. So I never ended up finishing watching it. But uh, who knows, maybe you'll like it. Um, So I'm here at the final stop. And uh, same as last week. Except now I'm outside the mall, the big mall. Um, Because in the mall, they've taken away all the chairs and tables that you can sit down at. So that's kind of a a bad sign. Um, So we've had one good sign with the electronics market and Starbucks reopening. And a couple of bad signs in that it seems like a lot of places are just saying you can't sit inside. Now. Anywhere. (laughs) But it does seem like a lot of restaurants and eating establishments are open still. I'm not sure how they're figuring out who can stay open and who can't. But uh, anyway... a mixture of signs still what i'm seeing i'm i'm happy with you know i'm seeing uh a lot of checks and balances seeing lots of disinfections going on workers on the subway uh disinfecting the the escalators you know people with spray cans spraying next to doors you know everybody when you go in anywhere you've got to get your your temperature checked whether it's the subway or the uh, light rail or just going into the mall, even going into a store in the mall, they've all got them. So you can—you uh, gotta get yourself checked before they let you in. So, I mean, all these things are good. You know, we're, uh, we're not suffering up here so much. I think I've mentioned this before, but it's worth repeating. Uh, up in this province here in the Northeast, it's called Liaoning. We've got 47 million people up here. And uh, we've got, I think last I saw a couple of days ago, 120 confirmed cases and one death. Out of forty seven million people, so I think we're not doing so badly we're nowhere near as bad as they're as they as they are down in Wuhan and some of the cities in the in the central part of china they're suffering a lot more but uh, still, I think no need to panic i, I i'm not tr- I'm trying not to pay strict attention to this because it, it kind of drives me crazy and when you're stuck inside you don't want to be like you know obsessing over stuff so uh I still think that, that it seems like they've got a handle on it. I know in the media some of the stuff you're probably hearing seems kind of scary, seems kind of draconian, but they're trying to crack down on it and they're trying to stop the spread, which is an improvement over over what happened last time with SARS from what I understand. So I think give credit where credit's due. Um, you know, I'll just repeat the thing that I said last last week. You know, I'm not sure how much you've traveled, but, but once you travel more places in the world and once you've been to more places, you realize that that people really are just people. And, uh, you know, I've heard more stories in the media in the last week about discrimination against Chinese people, some uh, cruise ships saying if you hold a Chinese passport, you can't even get on the cruise ship. I mean, that's ridiculous. What if you're somebody who's got a Chinese passport, but you've been living in Canada for two years straight and you haven't been back to China in 24 months? Why should you be restricted? It's, it just seems ridiculous to me, and it's bordering on, on racist, like the Chinese Exclusion Act going back to, like, you know Canadian history um, so I mean just try to remember that people are people and treat them like people you know a Chinese person that you might see in Canada in Winnipeg they might be there for a bunch of reasons but they may have family back in back in Wuhan or back somewhere maybe they just had some bad news that somebody's dead back home you know you really want to add to their shit on their plate by by treating them like an asshole you know just to try to remember to be a person and, and that <laughs> people are people that's all I really want to say people are people Anyways, we're going to get to the score, and it's uh, 28 weeks later. So I just, I watched this one again last week, uh, being bored like I am, and uh, it has been a while since I've seen the original. I remember the original being like a classic without a doubt, Um, but I couldn't really remember about 28 weeks later and whether it was good or not, and I gotta tell you, it's fantastic. Well worth checking out. There's a couple of minor sort of idiot plot points where people have to act like idiots to push the, the plot forward. It's a Roger Ebert thing. Um, a, a film critic, it's a term that he coined. Um, so there were a little couple of incidents about that. Uh, but but for the most part, a wild ride, good movie, good score, good acting. Do you know who all is in this movie? There's a lot of people in this movie. I mean, the guy who plays Begbie, Robert Carlyle, who plays Begbie in the Train Spotting movies, that was the only guy I knew at the time when it came out. But now since these other people have become stars, you've got uh, Harold Perrineau there from uh, Oz and Lost, um, you've got, uh, uh, Jeremy Renner plays Hawkeye in the, uh, Avengers movies, and you've got Idris motherfucking Elba as well in there. So, like, it's turned into, like, quite a star-studded cast now, although I don't think it was at the time. So, yeah, anyway, definitely worth checking out. 28 weeks later, John Murphy doing the score just, like, for 28 days later. I'm gonna cram in as many tracks as possible, enjoy it. I'll be back next week. I think I'll do the same thing next week come into the city and see what's happening because we're on a sort of a pseudo holiday now still. We're, uh, we're preparing to deliver our classes online as, uh, as are lots of schools in China, schools and universities. They're being instructed to do like uh, several weeks or even a month of online courses so that uh, nobody has to travel and nobody has to go to uh, go to school and sit in classrooms and stuff like that. So that's okay by me because <laughs> I get a sort of extended holiday. Although I wish I could fucking go somewhere. Anyway, that's enough for me. Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm Dan. Enjoy it. See ya.